0: Welcome to Sisterhood, Having Conversations That Matter, with me, Laurieann Sheldrick, an incredible women who support, encourage, and empower other women. While you are here, you will be supported. You will empower yourself so that you can be supportive to others and begin to fully embrace that we cannot be empowered women if we do not support those who are being Disempowered. That is the magic that lies within sisterhood, and it only works if we do it together. The purpose of sisterhood is to create deep and meaningful connections with other women, have conversations that matter, because women need other women. And together, we are going to be, do, and have all that we desire. It starts right here, right now, with me, my special guest, and with you. Let's begin. Welcome to The Magic of Sisterhood. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. Hi. Oh my goodness. I. It's been so long since I have recorded an episode for the Sisterhood podcast. And today I'm doing a solo. I'm going to... It's just me. It's just me to explain why it's been so long. And today is just... Um, riffing about what I've been experiencing right now, why I took a hiatus from my company Contagiously Positive, why I took a break from the podcast and the blog and the weekly coaching emails and, and my coaching practice and all the things. I needed a break And I didn't realize how much I needed a break until I took the break. You know, it's kind of one of those things that you don't know how much you need something until you actually like finally do it. And then you realize the significant, massive impact that it has. So that's what I'm going to be talking about today. Just what's been going on, how I've been supporting myself, what I've been learning. And hopefully it will give you some hope because at the end of the day, Who hasn't changed the past two years? Like we're entering into our third year of a global pandemic. I can't believe it's been two years already and all the things that have come with that. And it's not just the global pandemic. There's so much stuff happening in the world that is heartbreaking. And the past two years have brought up anger and frustration and hopelessness and confusion and more questions than answers and sadness and grief and just so much, so much that I needed to step away because I wasn't feeling like I could show up as my best self to be able to support my clients mentally and emotionally and to just be a support for, you know, my community on on Instagram or on Facebook or with the coaching email or anything that I do at Contagiously Positive. So I've been a, on a hiatus and it started early February and today's the first day Today is March 10th as I record this, 2022. And today is the first day since early February that I've even felt the desire to want to share and to want to speak. One of the things that I've really noticed about myself and something that I deeply want right now is I want to provide quality content, not quantity. Waiting for that desire to speak and I'm telling you, it is so hard to do. It is so hard to do because social media and the algorithms that are out there um, wants us to be consistent and wants us to do to perform in order to get the follows and to get the clicks and it just all became so overwhelming because I'm not a, I'm not an algorithm, I'm a human being. I'm not a human doing, I'm a human being and I found myself just doing, doing, doing. And I really needed to step back and say, ask myself, is this the content that I wanna put out today? Is this fitting into the quantity category or is this quality? Is this actually what my community what the world needs to hear today and by the world I mean those who listen to the podcast those who read what I post on social media those who open my coaching emails those who work with me like the clients that work with me the people who take my workshops like that is what I mean by the world and I couldn't be who I was before because I was having trouble coming back to who I was before the world stopped in 2020. That's really what it came down to. I think I did a pretty good job for the first two years and then it's like I hit a wall. It was almost, it was just like my nervous system just couldn't take anymore. And me not creating content um, regularly is not the norm. I'm very consistent. Um, more because I just love to create content. I love to write. I love to speak. I love to share. I love to serve. I love to support. I love to share my experiences, whether it be in the blog or the weekly coaching emails or the podcast. I love to just give away as much free content as I can. Take everything that's inside of my head, and I love to share it. And of course, Contagiously Positive is also a company, and um, there's a revenue side to that. Of course, it's business. You know, we're always in the business to make money, uh, but I wanted I want to make money and serve. So I have a business that allows me to do both. So I provide stuff that has monetary value, while also it's serving. And then I provide a lot that is just for free because. I understand that not everyone can afford it. If it's a decision of putting food on the table for them or their children, I will always ensure that they have the support that they need without having to pay a dollar. Everyone has that right, and I just truly believe that, truly believe that. So needing this break and taking this break was were two different things. I knew that I needed the break. I needed I knew that I had to step away because I was having trouble coming back to who I was before 2020. But making the decision to take the break was really difficult because I was like if I go away for a month, I'm no longer going to be relevant. And if I go away for a month, what are people going to do? As though like people care that I'm going gone for a month. Nobody cared. All my old content is still there, right? So you get to go through the feed. Why do I have to be creating new content every single day to be a support? I already have everything there to support people. And so I had to wrap my mind around that. And then I had a really open and honest conversation with my husband that i needed to break that i needed to take a break and we were in the process of building a couple of homes because i had lost my main revenue earner when we experienced the first lockdown which was facilitating in-person workshops and a week before the first lockdown my husband had left his job to acquire a company that he was going to grow and be the owner of and that got delayed due to the pandemic so what we did is we, we had a discussion, and we talked about developing two properties that we purchased about six years ago. And we knew that the housing market was booming, We both have the project management and construction experience because I was in construction for 10 years, pre-contagiously positive days, and my husband has been in construction, in project management for like, uh, like two decades. So we decided, okay, that would become his like quote unquote job until the pandemic, you know, things started to slow down and he could acquire this company. Um... Financially, it was a really good move. So having the conversation with my husband and saying, are we able to just live off of that and me take a month off? Because I didn't know what was going to happen when I came back. And also, I wasn't sure if I was going to come back. That was the thing. I'm just going to take a sip of my coffee. I don't usually do that on the podcast, but I just kind of doing things differently i want to just be more natural here another change that i've experienced so i was feeling not sure if i was going to come back to contagiously positive i was feeling so much pressure from the online world to perform to perform not because it felt really good to create you know, performative content like on Instagram or Reels for example, but to perform to beat an algorithm that I couldn't beat unless I did a dance or pointed at like words on a whatever, the little pointing thing, or mimicking my voice over someone else's voice because it was trending. And even though I find a lot of those things entertaining, I didn't see how it aligned with my business and aligned with the things that I was talking about. You know, I talk about mental and emotional health and I just, it just didn't feel good to me. And I have no judgment in that. I have no judgment for anyone who does do it. But what I'm saying is I felt the pressure from it. Like, why do I have to do a little jig for the algorithm so that someone will work with me or read my other content or buy one of my workshops. I just, I was feeling so overwhelmed by it and I didn't understand it. I felt like I was, um, a puppet, like someone was just pulling my strings, you know, and it was like distracting me from the real work that I wanted to do, the, 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 the real conversations that I wanted to be having, the meaningful conversations that I wanted to be having because I was spending so much time thinking, how am I going to beat this algorithm? And I was feeling like there has to be a better way. There has to be a better way. And the only way that I could sort all of that out was to walk away right? To deal with the overwhelm, I had to be able to just say, I need to walk away. And so having that conversation with my husband and saying, okay, let's just focus on these, this last house, th- this current house build, because we're going to continue to do some more. Let's focus on that. And I spent all my time just fully committed to helping him with this house that we're now in we're in a brand new home we were going to build both of the houses as an investment one we built last year and sold it and then we were going to build another one as an investment but our neighborhood that we were living in boomed so we decided to build a house that we would live in and the house that we were currently living in would become our investment just because of the neighborhood and how much it was booming so lots of shifts lots of things um lots of craziness developing two properties, but I'm so grateful that I was able to take that time because had I not had that other revenue stream, I wouldn't have been able to take this time off. So I really felt that it was so, I feel like it's so important to share that because I don't want you to think like, oh, well, it must be nice just to be able to take the time off. I didn't take Time off from everything. I took time off from Contagiously Positive. I was still doing a lot of stuff. I was still doing so much stuff. Like it is a lot of work to develop two properties while also getting a house ready to sell. So I was still working. I was just doing a different job. I was doing a job that, um, I could just slip right back into that felt habitual that i didn't have to put much thought into it because i wasn't serving anyone else i was just serving my husband and i and even though it's been a lot of work that we needed to do on our own especially my husband because like it's the sweat equity that gets you the return on investment i can say this has just taught me so much It's taught me so much. It's taught me how resilient we can be in the face of challenge. It's taught me how privileged we are to be able to make the decisions that we made. And even though we had to work hard and make some sacrifices, especially physically, there's been so much physical work. It didn't come with luck. It came with privilege. And I'm never going to take that for granted again. Ever ever again. And for most of the builds that we've done, we started the first one at the beginning of the first lockdown. Um, probably like a couple months in, we knew, okay, we're going to have to do it. We have to make some shifts. We both just lost our incomes. Um, I I continued to try to build Contagiously Positive and build the business and show up and make the shifts that I needed to make. And And the first year was, the first year felt really good, you know, I took all my in-person workshops and I digitized them and I felt um, accomplished in doing that and I'm so glad that I did that, but over time, because things weren't opening back up again and, you know, two months turned into four and a year turned into two, it started to feel really unfulfilling. Like, what else can... I say, what else can I share? What else can I create? Like, it just felt really unfulfilling. It felt like an uphill battle. And I kept feeling like it was never going to happen. And what once felt like the most fulfilling part of my life, my days creating content, facilitating workshops, coaching amazing women, serving. Like, I love to serve. I love to serve by sharing my experiences and my practices. And I I love it all. I loved all of it. Until I didn't. Until it felt daunting. And I could feel all the contagiously positive seep out of me. I could feel myself no longer being the contagiously positive girl. So that's why I decided to fully invest myself in this build and the move. And I haven't been doing anything with contagiously positive. I needed to step away to gain clarity because... I was about to close the business. And after a decade of running Contagiously Positive, building Contagiously Positive, like fully embodying the business and the, the being of Contagiously Positive because I like fully want to be that Contagiously Positive girl, I was overcome with grief. And I didn't want to make my decision based on that emotional state because we make decisions based on how we feel, how we think it's going to make us feel, or how we want it to feel. And I just knew that making a decision from that state wasn't going to be good, especially a rash one like closing the business. So I took a hiatus. And I have to say, it has felt so good to set it aside and just focus on what my little family needs, my husband and my dog, and on focus on what we need. Because contagiously positive was feeling like, you know, quote unquote work. And I've never felt like that before. It's always come so naturally in the past. And I was feeling like it didn't it doesn't even matter anymore. I was feeling like I didn't matter anymore. I was feeling like I wasn't making a difference. I was thinking that like no one cares what I have to say or share anyway, so why even bother? It was feeling so, just all so pointless. And in those moments, because I know I'm not alone in feeling this way, in those moments, we usually tend to want to push through it or to stuff it down. But I couldn't do that. I actually literally couldn't do it. I couldn't. I couldn't just stuff it down. I needed to acknowledge that the inspiration, the thing that used to become really easy, was gone. I didn't even receive any inspiration on what to share. I, I couldn't have written anything because it it just went away and before that I could create new content all day every day I used to I, I not used to I still do I, I have the notes app on my phone like constantly open because I would just like always have stuff like I just felt like I was always being guided share this share that Ooh, this is a good idea and it all went away so even if I wanted to even if I wanted to push through it I couldn't the words wouldn't come it just wouldn't come. And God, that feeling and just with everything going on in the world, I started to feel hopeless. And that's a painful emotion. You know, after having built what I feel has been a very successful business with Contagiously Positive, I'm now feeling hopeless about the business, about my life, about my purpose, about this like the world. And I that was feeling painful and i'm able to share this now because i'm on the other side of it and that's why i'm sharing it now and that's why i wasn't sharing it at the beginning because i wasn't on the other side of it i only share after i have experienced the experience and i'm on the other side of it and i can share it with you um, from a place of hope that it's hard right now but there is hope. And that's why I wanted to share today. So I really did need to go through this so that I could share it with you. Because I think all of us, so many of us are experiencing this and so many other things, so much grief again and loss and pain and anger and frustration and more questions than answers. And for me, you know, I found myself like going online and I had this like intense need for external validation. I needed to know I was making a difference. I needed to feel like I belonged. And that felt so daunting. And then I had all these questions like, Why is this happening to me, right? Why is this happening to me as though it's not happening to the whole world? Or why am I feeling this way as though I'm the only one feeling this way? What's wrong with me? I know better. I should know better. As though the work that I do and being a life coach and, you know, my spiritual practices shield me from ever experiencing pain and discomfort or having more questions than answers. It doesn't. And then I'm like, God, shouldn't I be able to get through this faster? (laughs) I shouldn't feel this way. And then all of that made me think, like, maybe I'm not good enough, (laughs) right? Like, maybe I'm not good enough. I was out of trust. I was really out of trust. And I was starting to believe that something was wrong with me. I was starting to believe that I must not be good enough, that I must be the problem, that I must be the problem. Yeah. You know, like think about that for a moment. Everything we've experienced in the past two years and we become sad or frustrated or confused or angry. And we don't look at what the world has been going through the past two years we think I must be the problem. There must be something wrong with me, not the world. Me. Of course I felt so sad. Of course you feel so sad. Of course I'm frustrated. Of course you're frustrated. And then I with all that sadness I was also feeling sad that I was losing my faith. So I needed the break. I needed the break. And here's what I knew about this break. I didn't want to take a break to go within. I didn't want to take a break where I was going to add more practices into my day. I didn't want to take a break where I was going to like spend the time to learn something new. I was literally taking a break to do nothing but just like life. What needed to be done, the necessary life stuff that had to be done for like survival (laughs) life, like pack my home, move into the new home, clean, cook, pay bills, do errands, help my husband with the new builds. Like what like necessary must get done, can't live without stuff. All the rest, I knew when I was taking this hiatus, all the rest was just set aside. I love my practices. I love my daily journaling. I love my daily meditation walks. I love all of those things. I love my gratitude practices. I love all of it. All the stuff I teach, I love it. I stand by, for, by it. Um, it's all phenomenal. But I didn't have the mental bandwidth For more, I only had the mental bandwidth for what needed to get done. It's like that's burnout, that's mental, emotional, physical burnout. It's like, you just what do I need to do today to survive? Right? Like, thriving is amazing, and I know when I'm on the other side of it, I'll get back to that. Like, that's what's going on in my mind. I'm like, I know that will happen again. But in that moment, my mind needed the break. My body needed the break. My soul needed the break. And I've just been spending the past month doing what has felt like mindless stuff. Lift this heavy box and put it into the truck, right? Like no thoughts are really required for that task. Pay the cable bill, it's due today. No thoughts required for that task. It doesn't take anything from me emotionally And that's what I wanted. I wanted to put all of it aside. Like make a list of what needs to be done to turn over the house to the new owners. Make a grocery list and go buy the groceries. It was all habitual. It felt all sort of mindless. It didn't take any emotional or mental energy. It was just things that I was like, man, I can do this in my sleep. That was like a true break. Still doing stuff, right? But it was life things that needed to be done no matter what. So by so putting my focus on them, took my mind away from not just contagiously positive, but all of the emotional feelings that I was feeling the sadness, the grief, the confusion, the frustration, the anger. And I was just able to shut off that part of my brain right? The worrying, the thinking, the wondering, the rushing, the pressure, set it all aside as I focused on only the necessary daily tasks and just letting little daily routines be my focus. Everything else could be set aside. I decided what could wait. And I decided that by just asking myself, what needs to be done today? That's it. What needs to be done today? What needs to be done today so I can assure that those bills are paid? What needs to be done today so I can assure that everybody gets fed? What needs to be done today? That was my daily question. What needs to be done today? The dog is fed. Done. I am fed. Done. My teeth are brushed done. There's toilet paper in the bathrooms, food in the fridge, the bills are paid, done. And these daily tasks that I once just took for granted felt like massive accomplishments, things I never put any stock in before, but all necessary for survival. All basic need things that I never put stock in before, but I put so much stock in now because I know that so many people in the world right now don't even have their basic needs met. And I just let my life be on cruise control, not having another goal, not having another thing to accomplish, like not always being on the next thing, the next thing, on to the next thing, and my heart started to heal i felt the pressure that i was putting on myself go away I felt like i needed less validation less external validation i realized i already belonged and i realized how much social media makes us feel like we don't belong how social media makes us feel so angry so often makes us doubt ourselves, makes us question ourselves, makes us feel not good enough. And when I took that away and I just focused on my community, my life, my husband, my dog, my friends, my family, I was realizing like how much I had. And all of these daily life tasks showed me how little I need to survive. And the friends and the family and the community that I already have showed me how much I was already thriving, And it all showed me how important it all is, all those things that I took for granted, how how so important, essential they all are, and how I was so privileged that I get to do them, not have to, but get to. And that is something that I know now that I forgot. On this quest of focusing and working towards wanting more or wanting different. I don't even know which one it is. Just thinking that I, I, I thought I wanted these things. Being told that I should want these things. I should be a boss babe. I don't want to be a boss babe. I love my company the way it is. I don't want to grow it. So I've been in this no man's land. I love the no man's land um, when I get through it. But when you're in the no man's land, it's the in between um, that I call like happy-ish. You're so grateful for your life and you know how privileged you are, but you know that something's missing. It's like happy-ish, right? Happy-ish. (laughs) Happy-ish. So I'm I'm all I'm happy about certain things in my life and unhappy about other things in my life and instead of minimizing my feelings and thinking I have nothing to be complain complain about I should just be grateful for what I have and not want more I'm just like I'm gonna kind of be in both I'm gonna be in this no man's land for a while knowing and acknowledging that I'm happy-ish I've been here before when I left my old career pre-contagiously positive days I spent a year in this no man's land this happy ish and not knowing what i wanted and i was feeling really unfulfilled and i was feeling really confused sort of kind of like what i was feeling you know a couple months ago and that no man's land that happy ish led me to contagiously positive which is so amazing But it was mentally and emotionally challenging because for so long I minimized my feelings. I should just be happy with what I have. But the thing is, I wasn't. I was happy-ish. I knew I wanted more. And so I had to be in this no man's land for a while to figure out what that more was. And that led me to Contagiously Positive. So I'm here now again, a decade later, in this no man's land, this in-between stage, not able to go back to who I was fully two years ago because I've changed. I've changed. The past two years has changed me. How could it not? So in this in-between stage, I have no idea where it's going to lead me. It led me to this conversation, which is wonderful. Um, but I don't know what's next, which is... Ah. It's okay-ish. <laughs> like uh, it, it's okay-ish. It's uncomfortable. I'm kind of okay with it. I I know that I'm gonna be on the other side of it eventually fully, but I'm not there yet and that's okay ish. Um, but I do know it does come. I know I want to make changes to the business. I just don't know entirely what yet and what that looks like. I know I want my life to um, I know I want to do life differently or maybe look at it differently, I just don't quite know yet. I just don't have the full picture yet, right? That's why I call it the no man's land. It's like happy-ish. You're so happy about some things in your life, and then you're not feeling happy about other things in your life, or even in the world. There's a lot of things in the world that I am just not happy about right now. And I'm sure you are too. If you hear some buzzing, I'm so sorry if you hear that in the recording. I wasn't supposed to have any trades in the house today, but it sounds like trades have showed up in our house today. So the new house that we're living in is still a little bit under construction. So we still have some trades coming in. I thought I had some time to record. So if you do hear some drilling, that's what that is. Um, where was I? Gratitude. I'm so grateful for so many things and then not grateful for others. And what I've realized is that it can be both. And I'm really grateful that I get to experience living in this beautiful home, but I am not grateful that I'm so confused about my business right now. And I'm feeling like something is missing. Maybe I'll be grateful for it later. Um, when I'm out of the confusion and see where this time has led me, but not right now, and that's okay. I'm really grateful for so many things in my life and so many things that I get to do and get to experience and get to be. And then there's other things that I'm not grateful for, both and, both and. I think it's okay to not find gratitude in everything. Maybe you will later, but it's okay if that's not where you are right now. Be honest about your gratitude when you're, when you're in a gratitude practice, when you're really trying to focus on all the things you have to be grateful for, don't make it up. Be honest. Even if it's just one thing, like this is the only thing I'm grateful for right now, make it honest gratitude. Honestly, this is the only thing I'm grateful for right now. That's okay. At least you're being honest about it. It's one thing and focus on that one thing. You don't have to have a list of a hundred right? Maybe you'll have more things to be grateful for later. And maybe by being honest about it, that will help you to experience more gratitude later while you're going through this confusing time, this emotional time. And let that one thing lead you Instead of faking it, like, how often do we fake it? I just can't fake it anymore. It's exhausting to fake it. Like, I'm so happy. Well, what if you're just happy-ish? What if you're just happy-ish? Or what if you're not happy at all right now? Focus on that. Focus on why, what you can do, where you need support, how you need to support yourself. Like, that's okay. And that's how I was feeling. I, had, I knew that I had so much to be grateful for. I just wasn't feeling it all. So I was honest. I was honest. And it's in that honesty and in that acceptance that I was able to heal i truly believe that you know right now i have more questions than answers and that's uncomfortable but i'm okay with this current discomfort now today i wasn't two months ago no three weeks ago no probably not even a week ago um i'm okay now because my trust is coming back and i think my trust is coming back because i was honest we can't lie to ourselves mentally, emotionally, physically. Like our body knows when we're lying. And if your nervous system isn't being shut off, if your nervous system is on high alert, ask yourself where am I lying to myself? Where am I trying to fake it? Because I'm telling you right now, it doesn't matter what you say, your body knows. And that's how it was for me. I was like, I'm okay. Everything's good. The whole world's on fire, but things are fine. Things weren't fine. And my body knew that things weren't fine. So my nervous system was on constant high alert. Always the alarm bells just constantly going off, 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 like just feeling triggered all day, every day. And then I just kept trying to stuff it down like, nope, nope. You don't have to feel this way. People have it way worse than you. You don't have the right to feel this way. Well, I have every right to feel this way, and so do you. And it's in feeling those things that we can actually heal. We can't heal what we don't know or what we're not acknowledging is there that needs to be healed. So right now, even though I have more questions than answers, here's what I do know. We're constantly being told and sold that we should always be searching, always be growing, always be learning, always be achieving, always be chasing, always be be creating, always doing, 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 and as though it isn't okay to just be. As though we're human doings, not human beings. When are we told that it's okay to just be? I think it's really important to, to grow and learn and, and create when you feel guided to. Not because you're forced to, not because you have the pressure to, but because you're like, this is the phase that I'm in. I'm naturally growing. I'm naturally going through this phase. But we force ourselves to go through those phase because we're never told that it's okay to just be. We're told that, oh, if you want to succeed in life, you have to grow constantly, learn constantly, achieve constantly, chase constantly, create constantly. And I want to start seeing and being told and sold that it's okay to just be. That's the conversation that I'm having now. To be so okay that right now, today, we are satisfied with what we know today. Right? We're satisfied with our life right now. And we don't want to be creating, growing, achieving, learning, or reaching for anything new right now, today. Because today is enough. Today, I don't need to do more. I don't need to hustle more, right? I don't need to do that because today it's not what I need. It's not what I need today. Today, I just get to just enjoy what I have today. I get to enjoy the way my business is today. I get to enjoy who my friends and family are today. I get to enjoy the passions that I have today. and i also want to be told and sold and to tell all of you it's okay to not always be okay and that sometimes doing more hustling more may not be the thing that you need to get through not being okay today that right now Maybe you don't have the clarity or the mental or emotional energy to create, to grow, to achieve, or to learn or reach for something new because you need to work through and be in this messy, magical middle first. It's only magical once you get through it. When you're in the middle of it, it's just messy. When you get on the other side of it, you're like, oh, magic, because I've learned so much and it was natural right? When are we ever told and sold? And I keep saying sold because I feel so often lately, you know, before I went on a social media hiatus that it didn't matter what I was looking at online, I was being sold something. I'm telling you this, and here's the solution that I have for you for a very minimal cost of, you know, like $1,200 a month. (laughs) And when are we told that it's okay to just give our minds and our bodies and our hearts and our souls a time to just breathe, to feel or not feel, to rest, whatever our body is saying it needs, to not chase, to not reach, to not set new goals, to not learn something new today or to achieve something new today, but to simply just experience this current phase that we are in today. That's what I want to see. That's what I want to be told. That's what I want to see online. That's what I want to be reading books. I, and again, I think it's important. I think goals are wonderful. I think learning is wonderful. Growing is wonderful. Change is wonderful. But we don't need to be doing it 24-7. I read the best quote today from, um, her name is Sarah Kubrick. I had to have it written down on my computer right here in front of me as I record this. So it's so perfect. Um, her Instagram handle is the millennial therapist. And the quote was always being busy has become an admirable and admirable is in quotes way for people to avoid themselves. That's what That's the trap that I was in. And that's this conversation that I'm having with all of you today. Always being busy has become an admirable way for people to avoid themselves. Admirable being in quotes. I'm 43 years old. And I find myself chasing 44. Right? Like I... Am I really going to not allow myself to experience 43 because I'm already so focused on what I want before I turn 44? You know, I barely remember my 30s. I barely remember my 30s. I had so many goals, so much reaching, so much hustling, so much chasing, so much doing, which left me little time, no time with my family and friends. I'm like, I'll do that when I'm in my 40s, right? Like, if I I just reach this milestone, then I'll spend time with my family and friends. We, time is precious. We don't get it back. I'll never get that decade back. And I've done all the things to get me to that next place to where I think I'm supposed to be because it's going to be the thing that makes me happy and then i'm on to the next thing thinking what was the thing that i was doing before this thing i don't know because i've already forgotten it and i'm not happier i'm actually feeling now even like more unfulfilled and then i start to question like did i even celebrate that last milestone and i probably didn't like moving into this new home we're still under construction as you might be able to hear from the buzzing in the background we're still under construction but our goal was we had already sold our new home we had to be out by March 1st or our goal was let's just get in and then we'll we'll do the rest while we live there and we'll be okay with it and every night at the end of the night because we're just so physically exhausted from all the things that we're doing that you know it takes that a move that a move does every night we celebrate being here And we take a moment to acknowledge how happy we are that we're here, even though it's not finished and it's under construction and we only have one functional sink and like all the things, no doors on the rooms yet, like all the things. And we're actually taking time to celebrate this milestone so we don't miss it. I don't want to miss it. That's what this hiatus has taught me like i'm i'm missing so much i've missed so much and i don't want to miss this because i'm always thinking about the next thing i gotta get on to the next thing so all of that (laughs) all of that all these feels all these questions is why i took a break from contagiously positive and put my focus on something else which really helped put my focus on these builds put my focus on construction just sort of falling into um a routine that felt habitual so my bills are paid the dog is fed there's sort of gas in my car <laughs> The laundry is sort of done the dishes are sort of done there's food in the fridge dinner will be served my teeth will be brushed toilet paper will be stocked and for today that is enough for today that is enough I'm making today enough and I'm making today enough like all of this is enough until I feel the desire for more making today enough making what I do today enough what I do today is enough. Who I am today is enough. I am enough. You are enough. It's okay if you want more. That's totally okay. It's also okay if you want less. It's also okay if you just want to stay right where you are today because you're just in this like beautiful zone and you don't want to miss it. Because you're so focused on, on to the next thing. And as I speak into this microphone, imagining you and the women who are listening to this, like maybe nodding their heads, their hand on their heart, like their heart just screaming to them, "I want today to be enough." I want today to be enough, right? I have a desire for more, but I'm going to make today enough. I'm not going to create content just to create content because the algorithm needs three shares a day to make me relevant in someone's feed. I'm relevant. I'm enough. What I share today, even if it's nothing, is enough. I don't need to perform for people on social media to be relevant. If I want to do something fun on social media because I'm just like, man, I just want to put like something joyful out there. I want to make people laugh. That is awesome. That is enough. I want to create because it came from my heart, not because I forced it. I want the words to just flow. Like a whisper telling me, share this, have this conversation. Share this post, share this. Share this experience. Share this quote. I want that to be enough. And that's sort of what I'm trying to figure out. Like, what does my business look like? If I'm not trying to achieve some... I don't know. I don't even know, right? What are we trying to achieve? If I'm not trying to achieve some seven, eight figure empire, what is, what is that enough for me in my business? And that's what I'm figuring out. I know what it's enough for me in my life. I want time with my friends and I want time with my family. And I, want time to enjoy being out in nature and I want time to enjoy being in the kitchen and I want time to enjoy things that I really love. I don't want to constantly be thinking like I need to become something or someone else until and then I get to enjoy those things. That's not what I want. I want to have friends over and make homemade pizzas and go to bed at night after a beautiful conversation with them and be like that was enough like that was enough today if that was the only thing I did today that was enough I want to have my family over like just a you know like low-key they just popped in like I was in the neighborhood I just popped in and you know we shared a cocktail and um had some good conversation and going to bed that evening and being like oh that was perfect perfect wasn't that perfect if that was the only thing I got to do today that was enough I want to be able to record a podcast like this a solo podcast with no script with no goal no nothing to sell like just no intention other than I just want to share and then stopping pushing the stop button and being like I have so much else I could say, and it, but that's enough. I'm so satisfied with that. Right now, today, that is enough, and I can expand on it later if I feel the desire to share. And I think of all the women who want all they did or do today to be enough. Asking themselves, just like I was, why can't this be good enough? And it is. It is. You are enough. You are enough. What you did today is and will be enough. Who you are today is and will be enough. You are enough. I could feel that lump in my throat tears just want to flow because I just I want you to feel that you are enough I want this to become the new norm no matter what we do today (laughs) even if it was like the most like simplistic thing I want it to be it was enough no matter what it was it was enough I want the norm to be that we stop chasing things that we don't want to be chasing. I want the norm to be that we stop racing in races we don't want to be in. I want the norm to be that we start to take time just to be and to remember that we are human beings, not human doings, to breathe, to feel, to rest, to ponder, to question, to be okay with just life until we have the desire, until that desire comes for something else. And then we take action because we know it is a, from a place deep inside of us. We know that that is the thing that's next. Not because we're told that we should always be like searching and doing and creating and reaching. And, but just because it's like, oh yeah, okay, this is the next step. Now I know the next step because I have been in this phase And now I can feel myself changing. Now I can feel myself wanting this. Now I can hear the inspiration. I can hear the whispers. Now I know that this is the next inspired action that I want to take. Not because someone told me I should. Not because someone's selling me this thing, telling me that this is the thing that's going to make me happy. But because this is the inner wisdom inside of me that's saying, now we can move on to the next thing. Or the inner wisdom that's telling us it's not time to move on to the next thing. Making today enough. I think that's what I'm going to call this. I think that's the title of this podcast, this share Making Today Enough. And I feel like I've said enough. I think that's enough for today. I feel like my heart has shared all that she wants to share and I can confidently now say goodbye until next time knowing and trusting that the words I've spoken today are enough for today. So I'm sending you all so much love. I cannot wait to have more conversations like this with all of you. I would love it if um, you wanted to keep this conversation going. You can head to the links in my show notes on how to connect with me and how to keep this conversation going. And I'll end the way I always love to end as a reminder to yourself, a reminder to you that you are exactly who you need to be today, that you are good enough, you have always been good enough, and you will always be good enough. Who you are today is enough. What you did or do today is enough. You are enough. Make today enough. I love you. I'll see you next time. Bye.